Hello, hello, hello. Tuning in for another episode of the Mental Threads Podcast, episode 81. I am here with my guest host, if you like to state his name. Kareem, feel me? S-U-N, feel me? Y'all can look me up on Instagram, Solar Anomaly. Yeah. Is that your rap name, Solar Anomaly? Um, my rap name is S-U-N, feel me? I like to go by sun. It stands for still underneath, mm-hmm. feel me? But it's also a representation for like the Sun Wukong, which is the monkey king. Feel me? Like, it's Hinduism, all type of shit. Like, Goku and Dragon Ball Z really is about us and shit. Like, that's where I got that. said Sung Wukong. I knew exactly what it was. Like, Journey to the West type stuff, you know? Like, that's where Toriyama get his idea. You're going to see the movie on in August, one of his theaters, right? Yes, he's talking about the Dragon Ball Super shit. Superhero? Yes, bro, I'm in there. Like, Dragon Ball is my favorite movie, bro. Like, I keep up with the entire series. Like, I'm about to put you on to some shit, bro. Even like, on the manga stuff. You ain't got to put me on. I've been keeping up. It's just, like, kind of loosely with the new arc, though, because I'm, like, I can't tell who's the main villain. It's like, is he, like, a vampire? What's his name? Gas? Yeah. Like, they're um, naming people weird. They That's are, what I'm saying. It's they just are like, naming people weird. They're bringing in a lot of new characters and shit, because, like, the story arc is developing into something else. What Toriyama is doing is he's trying to make Gohan the most powerful superhero there is, because he was supposed to be anyway. The most powerful uh, Z fighter. Yeah, <laughs> so, the most powerful well, Z fighter. That's fact. Trying to bring back his status, which is cool and everything, but I don't, they need to do my dude Vegeta some justice too. Yeah, I feel Piccolo. like they were kind of doing it and Piccolo, which is why I yes. think they're going to do it for both of them and Gohan because they needed that. For three main people, Vegeta, Gohan, Piccolo. They need to really be the ones that need to really elevate. See, this is the thing. Like Piccolo, he's a Namekian, so he has ties, ancestral ties to the Dragon Balls. Mm-hmm, yes. Feel me? Because his race, if you think about it, they created the Dragon Balls. Exactly. Feel me? So imagine how powerful they really are. Like Piccolo was the most feared thing in the universe before Goku even became a well-known thing. When Goku you was mean, a kid. You mean on Earth? What yeah, you're on saying. Earth. On yeah. Earth. Feel me? When Goku was a kid, King Piccolo was the one that was running shit. Yeah. Feel me? And then it was just like he was trying to get eternal youth and everything. And then, you know, it's just like the whole time. That's all I'm saying. Like, as a Namekian, I feel like Piccolo, there should be no reason. Because you keep up with the Dojin Shi about, like, um like the multiverse, Dragon Ball Z, a multiverse Dojin Shi. You be keeping up with that? I do. I mean. Dude, I, can... I haven't checked it out. The chapter in a while. Don't spoil anything for me now. Because, like, when I look at characters like Gas Carlo, like the Namekian that got, that literally fell in yeah. sync with all the other Namekians and yep. stuff. I'm like, how was Piccolo not, like, the shit right now but i know there's a whole lot to come with it like their identity there's is so much that's yeah. about to be unveiled because keep in mind piccolo has three people inside him he has kami he has the original piccolo and he also has the person he fused with on planet namek during the uh frieza art nail nail yeah. that's his name so piccolo is really um he has a lot of power that hasn't been tapped into yet if you keep in mind he's been keeping up with the z fighters this whole time and has not had an upgrade no, yeah, it hasn't been keeping up since, I want to say, Cell Saga. I feel like that was the last time where I feel like he was more on par with things. That's so? I feel like that's why I love the Cell Saga so much, because I feel like people, the gap wasn't too big and everything. And even when it was, it was with a character that wasn't Goku, for once. It was like, you know, with like Gohan and everything. But then Piccolo had his moment against like Android 17 yeah. and had his moment with Imperfect Cell and had his power up with like Nail. You know, Krillin had his thing with like 18 going on. I mean, you even, know, even in Super, like um, he was actually supposed, I think, was he in the Tournament of Power? Yeah, he was in the Tournament of Power, I think. Yeah. Power. But see, if you had to remember that, you knew being so deep in Dragon Ball Z like you are and everything, for you to have to try and like remember, it really says a lot. That's because facts. a lot of that is just, you know, it's just like, and I was just watching a video of just how the whole retcon with like, even with Bardock and everything, which yes. is, you weren't fucking with. Because like, one of the things, like that's why I love, and then, although it was a TV special, that's the one TV special that wasn't based on the manga that I really appreciate. I love going back to like the original um 
sources of like Dragon Ball Z, like especially like the original stories, like Bardock, he was a great story. Um, I think the whole Planet Vegeta concept was a great story yeah. that could have been elaborated on more yeah. because they had so much going on before Frieza took over. Um, <clears throat> this is the thing that I be telling my uh, friends and shit about Dragon Ball Z. Like the reason why I love Dragon Ball the most is because I could relate to that shit because yeah. Dragon Ball is really talking about black people, like. Yeah, you know, with the whole the Frieza calling the Saiyans monkeys being afraid exactly. of their power, and then like Goku being so removed from his culture, but still re re reconnecting with his culture, and then reestablishing his power, becoming the first Super Saiyan in like um, years, 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 and years, yep. and setting that standard. Then Vegeta becoming the second, and then well, Trunks being the second one that was actually seen. <clears throat> and Although, see, that's yeah. another point that I'll be making too. Like, it's just like with melanin. Everybody that we mix with is going to come out more melanated than they are any other race. Mm. So anybody that the Saiyans mix with, they come out more Saiyan than they are human beings. It's the yeah. same concept, feel me? And on Planet Vegeta, they was living in peace until Frieza, the alien, came from space and enslaved them. First he enslaved them, and then he made them do their evil biddings. And yeah, then he, he erased made it, He made it seem like it was like employment when it was really just right. like, because you're still afraid of this. And they didn't choose to be that way. It was just it was just the power dynamics at the time. But it was just like, it's just so crazy. But like with the whole Bardock retcon that I really dislike is because Bardock was like a real Saiyan Saiyan. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like sure, he did care about his crew and everything, though a lot of Saiyans didn't really give a shit about anything but getting stronger and then being, you know, whatever. But it's like, you know, you can see certain elements that it was like very subtle, but mm -hmm. it was like he was still like a badass but the thing and not even the badass part about it I like it was like the whole theme of just like it really isn't about like you know like the whole him you know trying to do what he can and trying to be the last of his sayings and like all the sayings didn't really they did their what their values were what Goku's values were were completely different and it's because of Goku's values that's what got him stronger what I'm learning at the Kame house he and has everything. a pure heart you not, know? not just a pure heart but just things that learned things that kind of helped him on the way was what like learning and everything that's what got him the, his point is every just trying to be the best with the best way without being like a freaking heartless and killer and, and that's, that's a what, bigger yeah. story for me that's a um that's a bigger concept into yeah. what's going on in this world today for me i like to tie all yeah. this shit into um reality and what's going on because none of this shit is being put out for no reason i want everybody to keep in mind that these people who create these tv shows do a lot of thinking and a lot of elaborate um planning yeah. into these shows yeah. for me and they're not getting these ideas from their mind you're getting these ideas based off of things that happened in history already. Yeah, yeah. Or Feeling? just like all types of like myth mythology and stuff like that. But back on the whole Bardock record, Bardock was still like a cold blooded saying. His values are pretty much the same. Like, even when he looked at his son, he's like, well, you only got a power level as one. I thought you were special. You know, it's like just some shit like that. Yeah. And it's just like, so what? Like, that's still your son and everything. But it's because of these values being so shallow and everything. That led and to everything. Their it led to their downfall. You know, could you imagine the Saiyans? Knowing that they hated Freeze anyway, they just would have band together and just shit on this dude. That would have been it, like out of nowhere. That would have been it for. And they even showcase this in the Dojin Shi, a multiverse. Like you really see how far they could have gone with it. I mean, let me ask you this: um, What about us in these streets every day? I mean, um, black people look at other brothers and sisters like um, they judge them off of how strong they think they are, what they or capable their status of, level, or like, their status you know, level. That was their status back in the day. So it's like, you know, Goku kind of just, he's had things like mercy and everything, you know, which really helped him along the way because like that was Piccolo protecting his son after he showed him mercy. But I want you to keep in that, mind this though. Yeah. 
Feel me? Um, before Frieza arrived on a planet, on planet Vegeta, yeah, they wasn't scaling each other power levels like that. They wasn't concerned about those type of. They're just fucking shit up. They was just fucking shit up, and they was living in peace and harmony. They planet was thriving. Feel me? And it's I the mean, same. Yeah, they were still fucking up like the what? What was them? The truffles, truffles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they, it was messing up everybody else and everything in their path because they were on their planet. Oh shit! shit, shit. But it was on their planet because they're gods. You feel me? I was dropping the damn phone. <laughs> nah, you good. How the hell I even catch that shit? <laughs> that was the, a good re- catch. The melanin cr- <laughs> reflexes, that super right, shit. That's there what we I'm go. Saying. Yeah, but it was just like it's crazy that we started with all with Dragon Ball Z because like seriously we can go on and on about stuff like that and everything. You you all really need to check out Dragon Ball Super Superhero coming in August, man. That's that's gonna gonna be be there. Everybody's gonna be there. Definitely come out and check that out. Definitely get that ticket. And we're like, it's just next month now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, that's just crazy. I've been waiting three years for this to come out. Three years. Yeah, that Broly shit, like that was pretty good too, man. That was fucking amazing. Um, Broly, Broly has a lot of potential. Yeah, that, that's the one retcon where it's just like, okay, this this could work because we need that whole like, you know, Broly being another part of the cast and everything. We need more characters and everything, also that can also help the people. Oh, is that? Yeah, I feel you. but it's like yeah, that's like so. I was like, I actually like that because like being that third person in the kind of they can kind of help that or aid the Z fighters or help like you know Vegeta and Goku reach new highs. What the hell is that? Yeah, that's they, my speaker. Oh, I was like, yeah. what? Shit? <laughs> that's because, my little ringtone and shit. <laughs> I was like, what? But anyway, dude, like, dude, it works so crazy now because like the more powerful individuals that are introduced to Vegeta and Goku, the more it's just like, okay, there's more things we can watch. They introduce angels and gods of destruction. Now it's like a, a freaking Super Saiyan that's freaking could go crazy off power that needs to hone his. There's more things to be invested in now. All I'm waiting in is just like for Oob to kind of take over to a certain degree. Yes, Oob. at least just be somebody important. You know, that's I love I love the Oob um, story concept. Like he's a black kid. Feel me? He's the reincarnation of Majin Buu. Actually, Indian, but he looks. Yeah, like he him. is Indian, but he you know he's melanated. That's the point. You know, he's the reincarnation of Majin Buu. Um, just pause it. But um, but anyway, where were we? We were talking about uh, Majin Buu and yeah, Majin, Oob. yeah, Oob being a pretty good concept. Also, we need to know like I wonder if there's like a flip side to like Majin Buu. Like maybe there's like a yin and a yang, but maybe there's another being out there that's kind of like Majin Buu, but like opposite. I think there is. Um, I think at the beginning, um, during the Buu arc and everything, I think that um, he was actually a creature that was stored away a couple thousand years. Um, he was genetically engineered to be the way he is by the angels and the gods of destruction themselves mm-hmm. in order to um, get rid of the Kai. Oh, yeah, that's what he was, he was introduced. That's that's really what his literal stuff was to get rid of the Kai. Yeah, that, that was his whole mission. Actually, that's his whole purpose for resisting was to get rid of the Kai. And destroy the Kai. And once he did that, it was like... Whatever. They had to lock him away. Um now you know I could go on about Dragon Ball for hours and shit. Um, How do you feel about the Moro arc? I feel like that was a chance where that could have gone to Vegeta. That should have gone to Vegeta. That should have definitely gone to Vegeta, but I think it opened up the door for what Vegeta is about to become. Cause I'm pretty sure that he's on the road. I mean, I seen I seen Vegeta get a lot more um, upgrades in the Moro arc than he did in the actual. And then the Ultra Ego, so that's cool. Yes, in the Ultra. But Ego. it's hard to even get excited over a Vegeta power up because it's like you know it just always be like Goku. I always make Goku win. There I, was no reason for Goku to win that. That's true. Goku didn't need that. I personally respect Vegeta because Vegeta, the thing about him is Goku uses rituals and he uses um other people to get to higher levels of ascension. Mm-hmm. Vegeta does it off a of sheer will mm-hmm. and the motivation to beat Goku. 
So with that being said, he's actually physically stronger than Goku. But he changed up in a little bit. Now he has his family to take care of. He's now becoming more of a family man. You, you can, Vegeta's like change, bro, is so dynamic, bro. But it's like it's like I'm, one of those. I'm, I'm like, so happy that Toriyama did that shit, man. No, seriously, because it's like every a lot of these characters reflect something in the black. You know, they're all it's always allegorical to something. Like for instance, like you know, Gohan represents like a lot of us like having to grow up and even have to like take responsibility and realize our power you know he had a power within him that he had to realize at the right time when like we had to reaccess our power and everything uh, goku true. represents that disconnect and everything re reconnecting to our true inner self of a source of power really like rising to the occasion when we need to you know, but also in gohan's sense it was just like he also had to live in different rivers without a father himself yeah and he had to rely even with the with a piccolo or something like that in the family and also having to take look after his brother while his father was around like how many situations have been like that that's true and that it's just like piccolo represents it's just like you know really how somebody can also change even piccolo and vegeta represent it how they can really no matter what you've done in your past you can you always, can always find time yep, to get your honor act in a different way you know yep. he didn't value taking over the world and vegeta just doesn't really care about in a sense beating goku now it's just more like fun like now it's just like not protecting I, his family protecting his family his whole life changed and he can admit humility and it's Shoot. okay to, there's strength and humility there's strength in loving others there's strength in you know trying to protect others if you too. think about it like this like vegeta was actually the first real threat that goku had um raditz actually was yeah raditz, raditz opened was, that door well, raditz was sent by vegeta uh, keep that in mind yeah um this is the thing vegeta was so evil that pe people like to claim vegeta is so evil and this and that but his son is literally the reason why the universe still exists because if trunks didn't come back in time and give goku the heart medicine goku would not be alive yeah man and that was the original timeline when you yeah. think about it like there was the it was destined for goku to freaking get heart disease and die yeah so it's just like and, and the all this is gonna take over the earth and destroy everybody red ribbon army would have fucked up everything yeah <laughs> they were literally and now they're back again in the next one but that that's something else i'd be thinking about too like so i feel like when you on a spiritual journey, at some point, like having that faith in yourself and being righteous will lead you to eternal life. Mm. Because Goku doesn't have to use Dragon Balls or any type of wishes in order to gain eternal life because keep he's his body, yeah, because he was always pure of heart, so they always gave him a place up there. Exactly. And, and even Piccolo had to explain that to Vegeta. It's like, dude, Goku literally dedicated his life to taking care of like protecting the earth and everything and showing mercy to people. And all you did, you were too selfish. You caused way too much pain. And that's why people really need to look at that. Like, bro, really look back at the pain that you've caused others, whether you meant it or not. Because you will pay for those one day. Because you will pay for those one day. And then you're going to reach a point where it's like, and it's just going to be left with regret. Like, well, I really didn't have to do that. I really didn't have to start that rumor about that person. Or I didn't have to do that. Or I could have looked into myself. Growth begins when we start to reflect and really check. You know what? I could do better. That's I could true. be a better person. You feel me? Yeah, like, you know? yeah. I just want to say something, man. Like, feel me, this is a beautiful city we in. I love Charlotte, North Carolina. Feel me? I'm from Brooklyn, y'all. Um, but I grew up here in Charlotte, you know? I feel like this place has a lot of potential. Um, everywhere around America right now, we're witnessing something that is very heinous, um, especially in the hip-hop community. There's a lot of death. There's a lot of um, violence being preached, and people are talking about the dead, this and that. I want y'all to know, like, y'all consuming this music and stuff, and y'all talking about these people who passed away. That shit does not go overlooked. God is watching all that shit. So every time you repeat the lyrics about somebody dying 
or you talking about somebody's pain, you will end up paying for that in the afterlife. I just want y'all to know that. Like, I feel like personally, hip hop has changed its dynamic to what in, it originally was meant for. It was meant for urban urban youth, urban black kids, in order to have a voice mm-hmm. and speak out about the atrocities happening in the neighborhoods. Yeah. But what it turned into was something about um, selfishness and money and lust and um, just falling into your lower vibrational aspects of life. Feel me? Um, I I want to be the one. I want to be the one who brings hip hop back, or at least be able to remind people about what hip hop is originally meant for. That's why if y'all follow me at Solar Anomaly on Instagram, I'm always like making um, music, talking out against these people who are shooting things like um like the shootings and stuff that happened in Buffalo. Feel me? I made a little freestyle about that. I know you saw that. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Um. Yo, your freestyles are hella consistent, man. I swear, like, I be wishing, like, bro, I need to really get on my stuff, my P's and Q's to start freestyling on myself. Because that's my main issue is freestyling. When people ask me to freestyle, I'll be like, uh, I'll be trying to think about words. I, I be thinking so much that it's like, you know, an overclock. But you just do it. And that's like, that's something I need to get on. That's why we need to hang out a little bit more. Yeah, we do. Um, This is the thing about me. Like, I grew up freestyling. Like, freestyling was basically my poetry. Mm. Um, When I was younger and stuff, my family, they all were musicians, this and that. Mm-hmm. A lot of them aren't successful. Let's be honest. Most of our family members and stuff who chase their dreams probably don't end up accomplishing them. But um, me being around that type of environment inspired me. And I realized that this was the way that I can be able to have a voice. And people loved it when I used to rap and shit. So I just got good at it. Um, I be talking to myself in my head and... I just kind of preach what's in my heart. Feel me? That's the best way to do it, man. Like you yeah. don't you don't gotta impress nobody. You don't have to sound a certain way. Just do whatever is comfortable for you. Yeah. Just set goals for yourself. Sure, I have a whole lot of goals in the music thing, but it's kind of hard for me to. And I'm at a crossroad because I literally just quit my job, <laughs> like literally yesterday. Because it just it wasn't jobbing. It just something about it. Just it wasn't even something about it. It was just a lot of things that are unorganized. So it's just they they yeah, still haven't paid me for my last two weeks too. So I I might have to take them to court. I mean, it's just it was just too much bullshit. Nah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. No, for real though. But it's like you know, like, even with the whole concept of whole uh, Dragon Ball Z and everything, that's beautiful that like we have, like you know, Goku inspires me to be the best version of myself. And everything, Vegeta like inspires me to like make changes when like you know I'm really so and even like Krillin even teach me to have courage because Krillin got got intertwined with a lot of shit knowing that he was outmatched, but still, that's real courage. That is but people think courage. like Goku's the courageous one. No, Krillin is because yeah, Krillin was is. holding it down for his son on Namek. Dude was holding it down and everything on the side and everything. He he was looking out for you. And he's been there since the very beginning too. Since the very and he was like started out kind of selfish like and he be, yep. had he had to be become more courageous over time shoot you know? if you keep in mind um goku actually got assistance in order to get to master roshi's island mm-hmm. when he was a kid krillin swam there he swam to master master roshi's island from Didn't where he, get on he a came boat? from no he swam in the ocean and arrived on his island with some dirty magazines and convinced master roshi to teach him Talk about an origin story. Right. <laughs> you gotta love Krillin, man. You gotta love Krillin. I don't um, fuck with Krillin, man. I so you really do appreciate Krillin when you get older. Like, dude, like these are freaking space monsters with Zenkai boosts and freaking they can reincarnate and shit. And this dude is like a human. That's why I want a lot of these human characters to really get their come up. Like when TN and everything and Master Roshi was out there doing shit, like in the in the resurrection of F uh, movie and shit and was doing their thing, um, in the tournament of power. I'm just like, okay, well this is good at at least they can 
show like some especially Masaroshi. Masaroshi was crazy because it was just like you know it's just like you feel like the the gap is so large but they try to make it more realistic although it's kind of unbelievable to a certain degree and another thing i love about super is just like how they got different forms now it's not just yeah. super saiyan one two three four it's like okay after super saiyan three it was like, okay there's super saiyan god there's super saiyan, super saiyan god and then there's a uh, um ultra instinct ultra instinct and then they got ultra ego mm-hmm. and then they got super saiyan rage with trunks and they got green got green what Super Saiyan Green, cause Broly. oh yeah, yeah Broly, yeah, yeah legendary Super Saiyan Green. Yep. So it's like, and then there's also like Kefla and everything. You know, I actually first saw female Saiyans in there, although like that was pretty shitty with the whole tingle thing in here. I mean, it, it, it really, it really showcased a. I love the fact that Toriyama brought a strong female character into the story arc. I mean, it's not, it's not Toratoro, I think now, but it's like I yeah, mean, that's Toriyama's true. Toriyama's still like yeah, he's he's stuff. yeah he's supervising it. Yeah, he's um, supervising it. I still, I you know, I love the fact that they brought a strong female female characters into the series. Um, because it's not just Kefla; it's also uh, what her friend. Uh, what's no, her you're friend? You're talking name? about Khalifa, Khalifa and Kale. Yes. Kefla is their fusion. Yep, you're right. Khalifa and Kale. Yep, Khalifa and Kale. Um, I feel they should have. I should should pick another name for Khalifa because it's like I don't. It's hard to say. They could have called it just Kali and just left it at that. Yeah, that that would have been a lot that more simple. Just, better. just Kali. Yeah, Kali and Kale. I do love the fact that they brought the universe scenes into the story arc, though, because what it did was it gave you a perspective on what Planet Vegeta could have turned out to be. Saldana, you know, it just kind of flipped it, and how like the Namekians, like on the other planet. Like, now they have saying the Namekians in other like dimensions or universes too. Yep. All right, shit like that. Keep in mind, um, them Saiyans on Universe Six, they could turn Super Saiyan very easily because they are righteous Saiyans. That's something y'all have to peep. Um, Planet Vegeta at the time was enslaved at the time it was destroyed. So they never got the chance to ascend to what they could have actually been, which was a righteous race. And they could have been the protectors of the universe, just like the universe Sith Saiyans are. That's cool. That that's how they you know seen and everything. But it's just like that's that's real real cool shit and stuff. It's just like you really really look at like where they are and like how far the story has gone. It's like and there's still more to go. You still have to see like Goten and Gohan and all of them really take over for like the Goku and the Vegeta. And so much to go. So, so much. much to go. I and we still haven't really got, gotten to the point where they're introducing. Ooh, they're still stuck on gas. I don't yeah. know what this gas <laughs> is. I don't yeah. know. So I'm just. I don't know. Something about this granola arc. I just. I don't know. Like, I'm not really a. Big they named fan dude of it. granola. It's just yeah. like that already. They they could have just taken the G out and call it granola. Like I know mm-hmm. it's like a spoof off the word. At least give us something. Don't freaking add an H at the end of it. No, nah, I feel you. Um, it's like milk. Just add another. I'm not two. really a big fan of the granola arc. Um, you know, I I'd rather see a TV adaptation of it than actually read the manga. Yeah, it, it feels like a special, like or one mm-hmm. of them, like you know. What you call them? Um, what is the ones where it's like the story ain't really a story, but it's like a like a Naruto. You yeah, was, it's like well, like a little side um, side thing where it's not really the main story, but yeah. like, that's really what it seems like to me. And I feel like he did that because um, they haven't released any more episodes of Dragon Ball Super, so I know he knows everybody's in anticipation for the show. Mm-hmm. So they just released. Trying to kind of keep going, with, yeah. which is fun. I, I respect the hustle because it's just like them. Them because it, it took a while. That tournament of power thing that was, that was like a minute, like when it was going on. <laughs> I love it though. I love the love conclusion. Um, I love that Android was it seventeen or eighteen. Hate that they brought back Frieza. They could have brought back. <laughs> I would have yeah. preferred Cell. Because I feel like Cell is like the one where it's like, yeah, he fucks some shit up. But it was like such a miniature scale compared to like with the kind of shit that Frieza pulled. Well, it was it was necessary to bring back Frieza because Frieza, Frieza is the driving force for why Goku has to stay on his toes. 
I mean, in a sense, but at the same time, it's like screw him because he like literally murdered their family. He did. Like you don't, you're not gonna bring back. Think, ask about everyone that was a relative of the victim of a Jeffrey Dahmer or a Ted Bundy. It's like you don't want them to come back. You're like man, screw that guy. That's true. Whereas like for Cell, the only person that Cell fucked up was Android 16, and that would be enough to kind of get a lot of people irritated. But at the same time, Cell was related to them. That's he, true. That's one thing. Cell was that's the connection all of right there. So he's actually a reflection of all of them. And at the same time, like, Cell never really had a purpose outside of just being perfect. Like, really, he was just obsessive with his own power. And well, if he would have had, like, a purpose, like, try to that's protect That's the same genes right there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he would have redirected that somewhere else, I could see Cell going out in space, you know, probably traveling just to kind of figure out himself. Yeah, that would have been a good Shoot. narrative. Maybe they might bring Cell back. That that might be a possible story. Yeah, but now it's like, who cares? Like it's just That's like, true. like it's like, yeah, I knew they're gonna do it for the movie, but it was just like, you know, I'm oh yeah, Cell, yeah. But it would have been a good time to bring him back in like the freaking um the tournament of power arc. Yes, because like one, he gets time. Zenkai boost. Yep. Two, it's just like you know, it's just like I don't know. I feel like him getting a second chance. I feel like he would deserve it as opposed to. Frieza. No, I think I think Cell should have got a second chance way earlier in the story. Yeah, because um, I feel like he could have had something. He could have gotten a second but chance. But Dragon Ball fans, man, let's be honest. We'll we'll accept anything. We accept the GT. We accepted all of that, so I think whatever. GT uh, was pretty cool with the villains. Though. I do like and GT. The, and the, and I liked how it was like it was a different like how every stage has to be different. Like Dragon Ball was like kind of cartoonish, uh-huh. and then it slowly became serious. And then like Dragon Ball Z was hella serious, and, and actually, GT was GT was serious too. Yeah, but it was and and it was just like it had a different like you know it had a whole hip hop type you know, mm-hmm. and it had like a freaking more more shinier shinier way of it being like drawn. What to. I love most about GT is Goku's Super Saiyan. For transformation, hated how Goku was a kid the whole fucking time. Yes, I, that that was annoying, but I understand why they did it because I think GT was supposed to reflect like, Go, like Goku's um earlier like, journey. I don't mind if they would have did it like the for the first side, like for the baby saga, mm-hmm. but like they should have really they could have made turned him back. They yeah. could have turned him back like, way sooner than they. Did. I feel like they. I feel like they were just dragging their feet. Like dude has a wife and everything. You're talking about some stay a kid. Like stop fucking with me! Right. Like stop bullshitting me! <laughs> right, right now, you know you could have changed. You got something grandchildren, shit like grand grandkids. Like and you're right. BSing me with this nonsense, and then him and Vegeta still have a rivalry. But I honestly do think that GT had a bigger influence than what most Dragon Ball fans would admit. Because if you keep in mind, um, Dragon Ball Super Superhero that's about to come out now is basically Gohan um, achieving his power ascension, and his granddaughter is supposed to set the stage for her to also be the most super powerful Super Saiyan there is. Um, yeah, that's cool. If they could just redo GT and just do it differently with just making exactly. Goku like a. Because, like, they do shit. Like, they even recon and re- brought back Broly. And Broly yeah, was like true. a TV. So they can do the same thing and go the same way. Just do things different. Oh, like, yeah. you can maybe inter- still introduce Super Saiyan 4 if you like. Maybe they have different, you know. You know, because they have so many different forms. Super Saiyan 4 could be necessary for a certain reason. They just explain why. Right. But this time, don't make Goku a kid. And maybe put Pan, Goten, and like Trunks, and maybe Oob out there in space. That would be and, nice. And they can I would hold, love to see that. And they can hold it down for Earth while they're gone. Yep. You know, give them more chance to do shit. You know. Well, where will Goku and Vegeta go? They could still train and get ready for threats and stuff like that. You know, 
But I'm just saying, if they have to find a different way to make the threat, make the whole Black Star Dragon Ball thing, like I think thing. that's probably why it took so long for them to finally release some content for Dragon Balls, because they probably trying to figure out they way throughout all this shit that they didn't release. Dude, them. I'm figuring this shit as we go on. It's yeah. not that hard to come up with a new idea, bro. Like, that's true. I guess maybe it's just me, because like, but it's just like for the next person, like if you do this shit for a living and you're getting paid for this shit, you're gonna come up with something. That's true. <laughs> you will come up with something. I think. Bro. I think. I think I heard something about. Um, they was trying to stop the show because they thought Master Roshi was too perverted or something like that. Dude, <laughs> don't 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 BS me with that shit either. Come on, yeah. you, do they not realize what this shit was founded on? Right. Like what? Like they always trying to change shit. something, bro. Not everybody has to like this stuff. That's true. Like something else. There's so many different anime. Stop complaining about stuff. Could you imagine people complaining about Trigun? We live or in freaking the time of cancel culture and shit. Yeah, well, they need to cancel themselves out of like whatever they're doing. I imagine just eating like a cheeseburger. It's like, oh, you know, it's a little bit kind of grease in the other cheese. <laughs> Go eat the other cheeseburger, right. dummy. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not. I feel like now this cheeseburger maybe. is what what has always been, but I'm having issues now. It's just like, uh, right. we'll go somewhere else, like. Life is just so easy, bro. It's just like, I don't know. But we've been on this Dragon Ball Z matter for like a while. We could be going on forever. Yeah, Maybe we, we can do, save we it. Because I love Dragon Ball. But um, Yeah, but if we had to go like on the whole Queen's Grant mix and everything, because I know like, I feel like we should have started out with that. Yeah, but Queen's it's just Grant. like, bro, like, because we go back, me and Kareem Thomas, like, I, you don't want me to put your government eye on. No, you know, good, you good, okay. yeah. But anyway, like, dude, we go back to freshman. What was the class we had? We had Miss Walborn's class. Yes. That was the class we had, right? Yes, bro. Like, yeah. I ain't going to lie. Like, I fell out of place at Queen's Grant just because it was such a uppity school and there was a lot of white kids there. But it was also ghetto, too. So it was kind of like but unbalanced. If I was smart, because I left that school to go be in the public school because I wanted to be with my friends. But if I was smart, I would have stayed there and finished my high school career outright. And that would have set the tone for the rest of my life. I'm not going to lie, dude. It was bullshit, to be honest. You think so? like, no, seriously, it was bullshit, bro. Even for me, like, dude, I stayed there all four years because my mom made me stay there. And, you know, it was cool that my brother got to go and he had his friends and everything. And they're such great friends and stuff of that nature. But I don't even feel like that school kind of served me well in any sense. It was just like, you know, all the upperclassmen were talking shit about, like, even with me and everything. Like, dude, we're not even in the same grade. Like, why aren't you focused on yourself? Even the staff members, they was playing favorites, like... Yes, I dude. getting in trouble, bro. Like for no all reason. the time, and the white kids were like always doing fucked up shit yes. too. And nobody, they were going off and smoke weed at freaking the park too, and nobody cared. Nobody cared. No. But I could wear the wrong uniform, and I'd be getting ready to get suspended. No dead ass, man. And it was just like it was crazy, bro. It was just a lot of things there didn't make sense, like, as a school. Because, like, upperclassmen talking shit about and trying to date kids, like, freaking kids and un- people. Man, under- it was, I be that, seeing that, was that shit so fucking much. That shit disgusts me. Like, and it was weird. They'd be, like, juniors and seniors facts, dating, like, dating freshmen. freshmen. And which is not a problem in college, but it was, like, it's kind of an issue in high school. It's because in college, everybody's damn near 18 or above. Yes. Feel me? But when you were freshman, you 15, 14 years old, y'all senior niggas is... 17, 18 years old. You ain't got no game and shit like that. You can't even go find people your own freaking age. We always, was like, there yeah. was like five people there. So it was just like, you know, mm-hmm. you had to say, it was hard to find people like, or try to do things. So we'll say this really... about Rocky River though, man. You went to Rocky River? Oh, I yeah. wish I went to Rocky River. I went to, to there. I went there for driving school and I'm like, bro, I wish I went here, bro. Because I know another girl that went there and everything and it was just like, you know, I feel like Rocky River would be just less weird. Rocky River was less weird. Um, I'll say this, like, when I got to that school, bro, like, 
That shit was ghetto as D fuck. Like it was nothing but blacks and Mexicans there. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, originally I was supposed to go to Butler, which was you know where Butler's at. It's a white school, kind of like more white people there. Um, they gentrified the area right before we went to high school. Like when I was in eighth grade, they changed the districts around mm-hmm. so all the niggas in the hood and shit, and all the Mexicans could be in the same place, all the white people could be in the same place. Type yeah, they shit. tried to basically segregate us. Yeah, they tried to segregate through us through the busing system. You know, and yeah, the only schools I was I was my home school. And I wish like it was like it was Garinger, and like I had a cousin that went to Garinger, and she got pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. like she just came from Liberia. Going to deal with that, and it was yeah no seriously like at that time that's why my mom didn't want to put me there because she thought like okay I was gonna get in some fuck shit which I could understand but dude I don't know stuff was just so weird at Queens I feel like it kind of delayed me over like a lot of things like development. I rock if ever I did get into some fuck shit man I ain't gonna lie but that that also helped me find myself like um back when I was in Queens Green you know I grew up on that rock and roll shit. I always hung out with white people. I was that type of dude. I was a different type of dude. Everybody me. hung out with everybody. Like, when right. y'all was there that freshman year, that was, like, the one good year. Yep. Like, everything else was just, you had to try and find a positive. There was so much, there was there was unity amongst our group, division amongst everybody else. Yeah, me? like, like I, like, because I had, because it was you, it was AJ, AJ, and it was just, like, um, it was Fortney. You know Will Fortney, right? Mm-hmm. I just did a podcast episode with him not too long. I need to hit him up, too. And everything. Yep, I met my man's Ralph there. I met a couple people there. Yeah, um, dude, it was just like it was like there was some there was some cool people, but then there was some people that was just too head ass over themselves. Like, bro, your parents bought you those clothes. That's Stop true. acting like you're so you're the shit. That's them uh, babies that be having their parents pay for everything. They got good credit. They live in a nice ass life. For me, that was never really me. Like, I mean, I'm from Brooklyn. You know, like my family grew up in the projects and shit. My grandma worked her ass off to get to where we at now. Feel me, and I'm I'm eternally grateful for that shit. But growing up, I wasn't trying to hear that shit. Like, feel me, I was I was angry at the world. Feel me, my pops and my moms wasn't really there for me, so I, I took out a lot of anger on the wrong people. Um, I didn't like to listen to nobody. I wanted to be different than everybody. I wanted to be different than the niggas in the hood. So I kind of cleaned towards the rock and roll and the hanging with white people shit. And th- don't get me wrong, I loved it. It was some of the best chapters of my life. But who I am now. I kind of like, you can never deny your blood, feel me? You can never deny who you are. You can be different. You just got to be comfortable in your own skin, feel me? And I wasn't comfortable in my skin at the time, like, but now I am. Like, I could listen to some rock and roll. I can hang out with white people, but I'm still always going to be a king, feel me? No, no, dead ass and everything. It's just like, even like racist. There are some white folk that were straight up racist and tried to disparage my character and try to be on some pussy type shit. Because, like, they weren't much in the ones to throw hands and everything. They'd rather oh, no, start. no, no, no. They'll never fight you because they yeah. can't beat you. Yeah, not even about beating you, bro. Because they always, that's just, that was just how their nature was. Not, not saying that all of them are pussy. There's some white kids that would, like, oh, fuck yeah. you up. That's but right. it's like, it's just like, but it was just like, I was always, like, you know, the victim of stuff like that. I see myself as a survivor now. But it was right. just like, you know, that's why I always hated these privileged, like, uh, PWI-ass schools. Because it was just like, it always felt like they were, like, the teachers, or like, they'd be thinking they're joking and they're being cool, but really they're just shitting on you in front of your peers. And, like, that's that true. wasn't cool. The only place I felt empowered was an HBCU. That's what sucks. That's why I wish you would have went to an HBCU. My Korean. brother did. Yeah. yeah, dude, you'll find yourself there. That When I tell you, like, conversations like this, you'll always find that. There are always going to be people. That, and plus, it's 80% women that are there. Yep. Nobody's fighting over if you're fighting over a female, you were mad corny. That's because facts. it's like, dude, like you're you should be trying to pick up ones that weren't burning. Shoot, my brother went to uh 
Johnson and Wales. Johnson C. Smith. Yeah, Johnson C. Smith. You said Johnson and Wales. Right. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, Johnson dead. C. Smith on the West Side. Um, he loved that school. He did. The problem was that he couldn't stay out the streets. Mm. Feel me? Um, matter of fact, now that we're talking about my brother, man, he actually just got shot at a couple days ago, but he's okay. Um, feel me? Like, it's just crazy how you can see the downfall of a nigga, like, based off of the decisions we make, bro. Like, you know, I understand, like, our parents was never there for us, but he had a great opportunity. You know, he was in college. Yeah, but John C. Smith, like, even, like, come on, it's kind of ghetto. I'm not even going to lie. Ghetto. It is ghetto. I mean, I don't mind ghetto, but that, it's, like, it's just a certain, like, type of ghetto that you have to roll with. And that's why I don't blame him for getting into the shit he got into, because that's all you surrounded by. Feel me? Especially because it's in the hood. But he still all had... HBCUs are in the hood. That's true. But he still had a great opportunity to make his life better. Um, you know... I see that with a lot of people, man. You know, I feel like this though. No matter what bad decisions you do make in life, even if you do fuck yourself up, just keep trying, keep striving, yo. Yeah, that's all I want. Just gotta break out that cycle, man. That's like that's what I'm having with my brother now and everything. I don't want to talk shit about nothing, but it's like you know the crowds he's around and everything. I'm I'm cool with a lot of his friends and stuff, but it's like I just don't see that's good for him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he wanted to play football and everything, and now it's like he's giving up on that dream. And I don't want him to give. Up. My friend plays football, and like he used to, he I think he he used to go to Livingstone College. I don't know if he graduated. It or not, but he plays for the Charlotte Thunder and they get paid five hundred dollars per fact, game. That's crazy because after my brother left Johnson C. Smith, he yeah. went to Livingstone. That's in Salisbury, right? Yeah, yeah, he went to Livingstone. Yeah, man, it was just like you know, it's just I want him to get get with them and everything, get his goals prioritized together, and oh, maybe man. and I want him to come with me to D.C. so he can be able to go to school at Howard University for free because my dad works at the hospital there. For real? Yes, yeah, so you can go to school for free, and I'm like, that's a layup, right? Tell me that's not a layup. At Howard, that's crazy, bro. And Howard's alumni is so mm-hmm. deep, bro. Like you would yeah. oh, you would never not that's find a, a popular job. school too, like. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman went there, Denzel Washington, Taraji B. Henson, oh uh, Car Anthony Payne. They all went there, that's facts. So many people have gone there, and I'm like, you know, that's one of the reasons. I wanted to go there, one, because I want to put them on my podcast one day. That'd be cool. That'd be great. But it was just like, another thing is just like, because it's, I want to go to graduate school, and it's just like, that's the place that's calling my name. And it's like, hey, that's when I listen to my intuition on where to go, it never steered me wrong, you know? That's it was true. because I couldn't steer to my intuition in high school. That's why it's like, you know... You know, then if I would have listened, I would have gone to Hawthorne and probably would have stayed there, of course. And maybe I would have been like doing the whole doctor program and stuff like that. But, you know, like I went to Queens Grand where their chemistry and biology classes were shit. Anyway, nah, I feel like, that. and they yeah. always yeah, and they always made it seem like it was prestigious. It went because the white kids were doing well. Like, dude, come on. They were just doing their homework for them. That's true. <laughs> really? You know, this whole um divide between white and black people, man. Um see this shit is kinda like tricky. Cause mm-hmm. in a sense, yes, white people are very much privileged. To a certain extent, but they're also being manipulated. Yeah, feel me. We're all um, being manipulated in the same system. When I say white people, I don't want all my audience listen. I'm not like against no race of people or nothing. Am I. But I'm, I'm, I'm. But there is levels to like you know how this society of status works and everything. And I've lived under the system where it's like a lot of like a like a lot of the white kids I went to school with in like middle school. I'm gonna keep and this everything. Shit. You know, like yeah. high school. Like it was just like you know it was just there was a big divide, and a lot of it was because like they were so overly privilege and that we were so overly like persecuted over like things that gotta put in the ISS that they just that's true there's a lot of risk for. there's a lot of tension between black people and white people because of the past interactions that we had with each other mm-hmm. but this is the thing though bro like some of my best in, friends are white bro like Taylor Huntley and everything in 2022. Chase Elfley, yeah. we are in 2022 AJ Stevenson feel me that's true we are in 2022 y'all 
yet we have to come to a point where we evolve past this primordial fucking primal shit. Feel me? Um, now, what they did wasn't necessarily right to us. It wasn't at all. But nothing can be done to a people who didn't deserve it. God wouldn't allow it. Nothing happens by accident. Feel me? Now, it's not about deserve. It could be discipline. It could be blessings and everything. It's a blessing in Look disguise. at all the connections that we have now, where we're at right now, after all that pain, all that issue. And keep in mind, I'm a crazy advocate about getting our reparations again. Because like, the stuff that they were pulling in slavery was like wicked. Oh, yeah. We and definitely deserve terrible. reparations. If y'all could give Native Americans, which they're not even the true Native Americans. I'm sorry, because we are. Actually, but if actually, they are. A lot of them really are Native Americans. I mean, yeah, it's just a lot of those tribes intermixed together. Just like how every tribe is kind of different. That's true. But who are their ancestors who are their ancestors people that are uh that are just kind of past no yeah but they're everyone has ancestors like like, you know you have ancestors from europe the world the whole world is connected even white people they come they they have ties with our family too feel me because they actually are a part of us and your last name is thomas you might have an ancestor that might have been white yourself that's facts it's just that's just that's just real life stuff we're all interconnected but it's because of stuff like that you know like you can take a dna for stuff like dna and there'd be lots of white people that have like black uh, DNA and stuff and they didn't even realize it. Like See, there's a mental divide. I mean, it's really a mental thing, bro. It's mental warfare that's being played because there is no true divide between the peoples of Earth. I mean, humanity is humanity. And at this point in 2022, everybody's mixed in with everybody. There's no pure white race. There's no pure black race. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's all an illusion. That's facts. Brought by illusion. the system. The system's trying to shit on y'all. And like y'all don't realize. And y'all really we, think this, this country here gives a damn about you? The 1% is just making decisions and everything, really, just so we can be out, out of each other's throats and stuff of that nature. But see, we can now these politicians, right? Now we claim that we live in the um, democracy, you know? Um, that we, the people, have power. And that this is for the people. But um, all the politicians and elected officials that we have... Are they actually chosen by the people or are they are they predetermined officials that have been in them fields for quite some time and are chosen by the elites to run for candidates? No, seriously. And I, it's just like that ass, even with the issues that we have today with Roe versus Wade and everything and stuff of that nature, oh, you know, man. it's just like, you know, it's just it's all just I an illusion. That yeah, the whole abortion shit, that's bull crap, dude. Like seriously. Like, come on. Like we get it and everything. Mm. But y'all y'all always bring Jesus into everything but trying to treat other people like this is the, thing, the right man. but you have no problem with people getting killed and murdered and mm-hmm. stuff like that and trying to like dude like come on now this is my thing man a woman could do whatever she pleases with her body that's cool i'm not here to tell the next person how to live their life people be too focused on what the next person got going on why you focus on that woman's vagina why you focus on that man private parts exactly no seriously y'all be really bored with y'all lives bro where y'all need to make it tough for other people because you feel like y'all know better you know, it's just like, it's sick and it's fucking dumb. Because that's not how you run a society. That's no, not how not. it should be. But that's that's actually a big thing that's going on in society, in every society around the world. I don't care if you're in the Middle East. I don't care if you're in Africa, Russia, Europe, or whatever. Feel me? Even here in America. Like, the problem is, is that other people are too focused on what other people are doing. If you are confident in who you are... And you know that you are special. There's no need to feel insecure around somebody else for what they're doing or practicing or believing. Feel really, me? nothing. Nothing at all, man. Because all it does is just let your insecurities out. Like, why are you <laughs> pulling up to, like, LGBT rallies talking about some God hates fags? Like, God's nature isn't even to hate. Now, I That's want y'all not. to know this. Feel me? While y'all focus on 
all this shit that they throw out there to distract y'all, like race, um, or even these celebrity deaths and all this shit that you see in the media. While y'all doing all that, they about to turn CERN on July 5th. Feel me? They trying to breach holes into other dimensions using dark matter. Feel me? They have the technology that you see on these sci-fi shows and stuff y'all didn't want to believe. Yeah, it's real. And they've been hiding it from y'all. So while y'all sitting there focusing on this other shit that's meant to distract you, they have the real technology and the real means to manipulate the world to the way that they want it. And that's what they're doing. And they're dividing and conquering the human race. So you got to ask yourself, what human being born into the human race hates the human race that much in order to enslave and destroy the human race over a period of thousands, if not millions of years? Reptilians. Reptilians, because they're not human beings. They want to hate a, another human being when they hate another human being that much to that extent. That's because the people running shit aren't human. Mm-hmm. Trying to let y'all know. No, seriously, man. We got a little bit of reptilian in our DNA, like I said, oh, yeah, it was like do. down the line because we evolved our from skin. Ant. Like no, no, yeah, yeah, from amphibians and everything, you know, and stuff of that nature. Like that's the one that associates with aggressiveness and stuff of that nature. But it's just like you know, for but I feel like there's two different types of ty- people, you know, like um, well, three types actually. There's the passive people in the middle, the sheep people, and then it's just a stretch between empaths and uh, narcissists. And I feel like the, a lot of this world is ran by these two energies: the one that's that true. wants to heal and the one that wants to destroy and conquer. No, and that's just it. This is something that I had thought about. Um, this was a theory I was thinking about. Now, what if the reptilians aren't actually aliens? What if they actually are the original inhabitants of this planet? Because this planet was once ruled by dinosaurs and sea life. Because all life, as science has now proven, started in the ocean. So that means that the first things, first living beings on land were probably reptile, if not aquatic in some type of way. So um, you got to ask yourself, after the comet hit and these so-called dinosaurs and reptiles, these giant reptiles was wiped out, how did we pop up here? If the environment was so inhabitable that they couldn't even survive, how did humanity find a way to pop up? Uh, I think we're all were just uh, the descendants of whatever mammalian uh, animals were left behind. You know, like like if they, like if like there was a meteor or something mass that would have like killed all humans and everything. The was it that- a meteor that killed the dinosaurs? Uh, was it, was it, was, it, it, it was a lot of things, actually. Because in the meteor, it left a certain change in, like, the weather forecast, you know? I would think the, the world became colder and everything. You know, like, they're hot, they're warm-blooded animals. So it's Ain't like, they messing with the weather right now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's another thing. But it's just like, you know, we're basically the descendants of the what, of what type of rodents were left back then, the mammalians that were left behind back then. So it's like... As we, science has proven, yeah. Yeah, evolution. Um, if you believe in evolution or if you believe true. that... Scientific us, theories. Or if you believe that God just made us the way we are, as we are, as wherever we are. Not necessarily um, so far as God made us. I feel like this. I feel like there's um, a scientific fact to it. There's also a um, metaphysical fact to it. I feel like... That these reptiles and stuff, yeah, it started here on Earth and um, it came out the ocean. They came on land. They developed and evolved to what they were. I do feel like at some point that beings from another dimension entered this dimension, found this planet, and decided to genetically engineer humanity to be the way it is. Because we are part something else. That's why humanity has always been taught that we are special from every other animal on this planet. Because if we was all connected... And we are all simply just evolved from these other animals. We, one, would have more characteristics that will remind us that we are more beasts than we are man. So what is man? What is the other missing link 
that makes us an upright standing homo sapien. You know, uh, Joe Rogan would think that maybe it has something to do with one of the chimps eating a mushroom that made it like pretty much a psychological trip to like start having all types of ideas and stuff like that. And it just kind of set a domino effect after that. And that the is, next thing you know, that is a it, good altered, it altered the genetic code to the point. Because the mushrooms are a lot crazier than people think. Like, they Oh, yeah, have, our body's a mushroom. Yeah, the, the fungi is more deeper than what it is. So it's just like to think that maybe there was a fungi that maybe like might have like, you know, maybe switched up our genetic coding to the point like our mental patterns, brain patterns to, to be more hyperactive to the point where we'll literally notice little itty bitty things and start to, you know, um, actually reason differently and logically. You know, Shoot, just, matter of fact, yeah. um, I think the brain is actually shaped like a giant mushroom or like. Yeah. That's facts. Like um, the nerves, the connections, and all that stuff is kind of like fungi. How it grows and grows into the ground, and all that stuff. How it absorbs and collects information and energy. Um, parasites, same thing. Um, there's so many different aspects that make up the human origin. Um, now, what my problem is is that the true human beings, the first and original people, have been denied not only their history. But their honor and their right to be called what they are. Mm-hmm. Feel me? And um, at one point, there was only one family on the earth. Mm-hmm. And all the other fractions of humanity popped up after that. And y'all have to respect that. Feel me? Us as melanated people, we are not only a part of the universe itself, but we are a resemblance of the soil. That's why our skin is dark. Um, God said he made man out of the dirt. The only people on this planet that resembles a dirt-like um, complexion is black people. Y'all have to respect it. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I know there's certain patterns and everything. What if it's all metaphors whatever? But honestly, where I'm at the stage right now where I don't take so many things like that to such a different context. Because we won't know until we're dead anyway. And before we they even find answers like that, we'll be long since And it dead. don't matter because... It really doesn't. Just it, live your life. That's fast. Because even if you know we are special, and that's fine. Like I understand. Black people want an identity. I mean, I, I'm going to like, give yourself an identity, y'all. That's all. That's my, my advice is give yourself a reason to feel special, but understand that just because you are special doesn't mean that everybody else on this planet ain't just as special as you. Everybody's here for a reason. We all contribute something to this earth. That's what we need to focus on is what we can accomplish as a whole, rather than trying to individualize ourselves all the time. Yeah, man, it's just it's crazy. Uh, keep in mind, just want to let you know, in regards to the Mental Threats podcast, you know, I know a lot of this is like very, very trippy, trippy, deep, like you know, uh, comp- conspiracy theory plus you know a whole all lot of conspiracy. life theory, yeah, all types of things. But keep in mind and everything, um, we don't here on the Mental Threats podcast. We're not choosing, you know, like ain't a try to try to pick a who's a superior race or who's this or whatever, who's whatever. I just want to get that out right now because you know people can really get on it. Oh, you know this oh, is yeah, racist people. and everything. Oh, y'all pick it. And it's not like that. It's just you just say speaking of shit. Sh- I just want to say that's this. his beliefs, but it's not like on some like oh somebody's better or no oh hatred or everything or someone's like this or some things like that. We're just discussing observations sure. and certain patterns and 
stuff of that nature. That's it. Just want to put that out there. No one's better than nobody. We're all human beings. We're all connected in the universe, no matter what and everything. However, there are powers out there in this world that wants to use our differences against each other. Small differences, like like oh, there's a complexion of skin color, which is only like not even like a not even a stack of information. It's just a trait. I want y'all to understand this, everything. y'all. That's literally what it is. I feel you. I want y'all to understand this, y'all. My whole goal is never to preach hate nor division amongst anybody. I want the human race to unite, and I want to see what we're really capable of once we get these other beings out the way from manipulating us to go against each other. I love all people. I grew up around different different races, different cultures, and I've come to appreciate everybody for who they are. I just want all of y'all to have the same energy when y'all looking at me. Yeah, no, but for real, we can get back on the whole high school dynamic and everything. Because when we were hanging out and everything, like, what really got us, like, hanging out and everything? Because it was just, like, you know, it was, I just, think, I, it was like, mostly the AJ. Was the AJ, like, the main reason why a lot of I mean, like, I think, yeah, AJ was, like, the main of, reason. Because AJ was cool as fuck, you know? Yeah. AJ been my best friend for a minute. Um, I think I met him in, like, the seventh grade. I, and, you, and you know he dated that one girl named uh, Katie or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Katie. What, uh, what happened with that situation from your perspective? He actually, uh, I know a lot about that situation. He used to spend the night in my crib with her. Mm-hmm. They used to be uh, homeless and stuff like that. He was going through shit. She was treating him wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like that girl wasn't for him. Okay, let's just leave it at that because I don't yeah. want to get so deep. We can talk yeah, about that. I, after, I don't like, I don't I don't like talking get... bad on people. Yeah, no, let's not talk about people. But yeah, that he was just—he really went through some things too. We yeah. all go through them things. Like I he had some growing pains, you know. And everything. I've been through a whole lot of bullshit when y'all left too, bro. I really wish y'all would have stayed, bro. Like Trevin, I know you remember Trevin. I, I do. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. Uh, Trevin, uh, I know you remember Giorgio, whatever. I do. Yeah. Um. I, do you remember Chris Bennett? I do. Yeah, you you remember a lot of the people, yeah, like a I lot do. of like Trey Sean and everything. Yeah. Like I thought those were gonna be like the people like my main Danny. group before. Yeah, Danny. Yeah, I remember. Danny. I'm trying to get Danny on the podcast too. Eventually, mm-hmm. um, I still talk to her from once in I mean, a while. I, I, I love all the people I grew up with, man. Y'all, y'all really uh. Y'all part of my childhood forever. No, seriously, mm. that's our childhood. Like, that's crazy how much time has passed. I was like 14, and now 14, 15. Now I'm like nine years, almost a decade removed now. And I'm still trying that's to sad. process a lot of the things that happened. Shit, man. Yeah, dude. I really wish I would have left, at least for one year and everything, to go to Hawthorne or Rocky River. Because like, it would have been just you and me clicking at Rocky River. That's right. And everything. I feel like we would have looked out for each other to a oh, certain yeah, degree. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, it's like, where it's sure. like, you know, I was like, well, when I live, I had nobody to look out for me. And I had upperclassmen hating on me like the music thing i want to do you listen to my music have you i do oh you have actually so you listen to ego trip and everything what happened yeah you actually listen to ego trip and stuff i haven't listened to ego trip i gotta hear that one okay that's fine definitely it's like a whole uh uh, project 12 track so okay well we'll, we'll i'll look through your whole um i'll re-look back at some of your uh i like that i love the support you and everything but yeah definitely check it out when you have the time and everything and stuff of that nature, but we have to go. Ego trip, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ego trip, like, yeah. I'll show you the cover art and everything. I know it's yeah. on my page if you haven't seen it yet, like you know. But it's just like, um, but it's like, uh, yeah, man. It's just like, it was just, it was really shitty and everything when y'all left and everything. Like you know, my experience kind of went down. I had to try to be trying to focus on the positive. Like people would disrespect me all types of ways. I'd be trying not to really. Man, react if I was there, I wouldn't have let none of that shit slide. You know, yeah. Um, people used to start rumors saying like I hit women and everything, just to get bitches to not like me. Like that's how yeah, lame man. a lot of people were. We honestly was a team, bro. Like, um, I, I had to leave to go find myself. I ain't gonna lie, but yeah. we we really was a team though. Yeah, AJ Stevenson, everybody. Everybody had their own friends. That's something. Like even if like I like being friends with most people, but it's like at least you had your own solid little group at the same time. They can always come back to. And I'm glad that you know we all uh, made it to a nice. Uh, 
age and stuff like that, we still alive. We can grab a drink. We can uh, sit and reconcile, feel me? I, I live for the moments like that. Like, I'm the type of dude who don't really enjoy going to parties and stuff like that no more. I kind of no, got that They, they kind of got it overrated when you're yeah. in the band. Although, I like to go again and everything. Well, I want to get my life together first before yeah. I really be out there at the club hopping and stuff. That's why I'm saving for DC. This whole year, just focus on working hard. I want to drop podcast episodes. I'm trying to reach 150. Nah, you're the that, 81st man. one. I work six days yeah. out of seven days of the week, mm -hmm. feel me? I, I make a... Uh, over eight hundred dollars a week. That's good. You know I mean? Where do you work at? I work at Waffle House. Oh, hey, you, you be so, oh, you be you're a chef at Waffle House. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, if you're making bank like that, then part of me wants to work. But now I'm not a cooker type person. I'm like a marketing executive type person. I so. feel that. Yeah, I, I think I I like your lane. For me, I feel like you can make it big with this podcast stuff. A lot of people need a voice. They need uh, a way to speak to the public. You know what I'm saying? Get their message out there. It's always positivity and love with me. You know that. Um, you know, we go way back and stuff like that. I love to see my friends get on the podcast too, hear what y'all gotta say. Um, you know, Man, you were like always like a cool person. I feel like it's like so some of us would think we're like the weird kids and everything. We weren't like weird. We were just funny, like because it was like high school I mean, wasn't anything to take serious. So I mean, I, like, I enjoy being weird. You know, like I said, I wanted to be different anyway, and, and I accomplished that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, because um, all the time you on Adventure Time, you'd be saying, like, that's unacceptable. Right. Like, <laughs> bro, I still wake up, I watch cartoons, um, <laughs> fucking love cartoons, don't get me wrong, bro, like, I fucking watch Adventure Time, I watch that, I binge watch that whole show. And Avatar, The Last Airbender, you can't, you always gotta binge watch. Yeah. I've, I've been binge watching that since they put that on Netflix yes. over and over again, I can't stop. I love everything Avatar, um, the Fire Nation, all that stuff, like, that shit goes symbolic, it's about the elements and yin and yang and stuff like that, um, you know... I feel like it's important to keep a part of your youth and your adulthood yeah. because it gives you perspective, you know? I'm the type of dude who actually um, very much is big on keeping the innocence alive, you know? Um, I feel like we're taught, especially in society these days, that when we get older, we lose our innocence. That's not true, though. You only lose your innocence when you think that you've lost your innocence. And even then, you're still innocent because our soul, our experience on this earth is a very short time compared to how old the earth is. And if there is a such thing as a God, which I do believe in God, but for those who don't, if there is a such thing, he's looking at you knowing that you are just a young you're one of his children. Feel me? You will always be one of his children. He sees you as a child. He loves you like a child. Feel me? You got to love yourself like a child. That shit is important because uh, when you have a good heart, shit could take you a lot a lot of places. You feel me? Like, But it could also get you screwed, too. So just can. just mature to yourself to understand, like, who's good for you and who's not. You know, like, that's one of the things I feel like that's why God put me so through such a hard path and everything is separated from, like, a lot of y'all on everything. And I, because, oh, yeah, he's like... Anything. It's just like no. It's just because like you know you have big things. Like you got big responsibilities. You got to tend to. You know I'm the I'm the eldest out of all my grandfather's grandchildren, and like I think I'm like the first out of like 13, 14, 15 and whatnot. So I have to set an example. And I'm the only one that he saw like graduate before he passed. I'm the oldest out of my brothers and sisters, man. Like um, like I just told you, you know, like it's a lot of responsibility. You got a lot of people to take care of. That's true, you know. And y'all hear me talk, y'all probably would think that. I'm one of those type of dudes who study and stuff like that. I could be a nerd. I could be a very big nerd at times because I'm a very intellectual person. I like studying metaphysics. I like um, studying science. I always wanted to be a scientist. But with all of that being said, there's always two sides to the coin. For me, good exists and so does evil. For me, um, you know, my brothers and stuff, they looked up to me. When I was young, I was really into, like, gang activity. 
um, especially after I left Queens Grant when I went to Rocky River. That's when I started game banging. Um, I turned crip for me. Um, they gotta speak too much about it because you know I don't yeah. want people to have to be on them racket, racketeering type Rico charges on you and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like people will really go back and listen to yeah, shit just do. to fuck you up. I'm just saying, be, be careful when it comes to what you're speaking on. The ops be listening too. You know, um, this is the thing. Like I've grown out of that shit now that I'm 25 years old. But back during that time, um, I wanted to belong, and I feel like that most of these gangs actually recruit young kids who want to belong. Especially kids who come from a bad situation. It's kind of like manipulation in itself. You know what I'm saying? Um, my brothers and stuff, they follow behind my footsteps trying to be like me and do whatever they thought would make me proud. And now that I'm older, like, I regret some of the shit that I introduced them to because, you know, my brother ran with that shit. He's still in that gang activity stuff. I don't want to see him hurt. I'm older now. My values are different. Um, just for the young kids and stuff. I mean, if y'all thinking about doing something like that, just don't do it. It's okay. Just stay away from it. Like yeah. literally, you get even you can even be guilty by association. Even if you're not doing anything, you're just hanging around people like that, dude. It's just better off to just focus on yourself. Yeah. And that's the chapter I'm on, like with my brother right now. Cause I'm trying to figure out how can I get through to him that he needs to go to school, bro. Like really, like I'm not. I'm just saying it's not even about the degree. It's about the experience of this actually is, accomplishing something. This is what I would do yeah. in that certain situation with your brother. I would ask him because it's kind of like my bro too, like. Like, um, you know, he had the opportunity to stay in school, stuff like that, but he chose to be in the streets. What I feel like I failed at was asking him what did he want to do instead of me expecting him to do what I wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Um, I feel like that's a big part of what's going on with a lot of kids, too. A lot of people don't have people asking them those real questions. Like, what is it that you personally want to accomplish and how can I help you accomplish that? You know what I'm saying? I already know what I can do to help him. Because he said he wants to do physical therapy and everything. But you can't just be, like, uh, passive with the shit. Like, you got to be really aggressive in terms of your studies and really focus on that. Yeah, and that's, that's <coughs> your responsibility as an yeah. older brother to and keep I, him focused. Yeah, and I'm trying to do... I'm trying to figure out what can I do. But I'm my license suspended. I'm still stuck in Charlotte. I should have been left for D.C. And I feel like, you know, the blessing about getting my license suspended and leaving me here in Charlotte is that I at least got to spend time with my grandfather before he passed. And mm-hmm. I was I was like that's that's why I always approach life like there's always a bittersweetness with everything. No, yeah, it's like that. yeah, you yeah you had some fucked up shit that happened at Winston or whatever. But at the same time, you can get yourself together and like you know their sweetness is like you got a dad who literally works at the freaking hospital at Howard University, one of the most prestigious HBCUs you can go to, and you can go there and make connections and also work with him in the hospital. I'm thinking about maybe considering going to medical school myself. Yeah, I feel that. I'll consider it, but I want to get my master's in business, and if I have to go to medical school, maybe someday get my doctor's. Someone, someday I'll want to be called Dr. T. Dola K. Safili. One way or another, I got to make that happen, because even though shit is kind of not where I would like it to be, to a certain degree, like I just quit my job. I'm, I'm I have to get a lawyer for them to get me paid. They said they're gonna sell me my last paycheck. They didn't do none of that. It's Friday. It's payday. What the fuck's up? So like, if I have to do that, you know, it's just that's the thing about working them bullshit nine to five jobs. It's just like you know, it's always some nonsense. It I mean, is, but it is what it is. I really did appreciate what that job had to show for me, but I feel like the way that they're set, like letting the stuff go, I think they're becoming more petty with it. But oh yeah, you always gotta is. get um at least try to get the experience and appreciate that if you can appreciate anything, you know, always try to appreciate the experience you get out of something. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't work so many bullshit jobs. I'm at Waffle House right now. I'm not going to lie. It's a pretty good place to be. It's really relaxing. Um, they have a good company. They have good management. I made good money there. 
Um, and the people there are always friendly. You know, they come there to eat. They have a jukebox in there. People like that. They play the music. We have fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, they usually come after like a party and everything too. So it's like yeah. you know you always get that chill vibes also afterward. People are trying to calm down. You know? But sometimes niggas fight and there will be a lot of crackheads giving you like life advice out of nowhere you didn't even ask for. But hey, thanks. That's, That's true. But you know while I'm doing these jobs and stuff, you just gotta keep pursuing your real dreams. For me, like you with the podcast stuff or me with the rap stuff and the activist stuff like that like it's all about pursuing what you want but just making things happen in the meantime feel me it might be a little hard but just keep pushing through that shit feel me yeah no seriously build good habits bro like seriously like i have to really make this happen again and this is so late for me because i i should have been doing this stuff late way back when the year started but it's like you know guy just say like no let's try and test him and see if he's really really serious about this shit and i'm trying to hit 150 either one way or another i'm gonna do that i just recorded my 80th episode earlier today you're the 81st and everything. I'm trying to see if I can hit 20 episodes this month because I was fucking around the last two months. I only dropped six months, six episodes one month, and then a couple episodes the following. So it's like I was supposed to keep up to 10 and 10. If I could do 20 this month, that means I would hit up to 100. And then I would just focus on the rest of the month uh, doing like, um, you know, trying to get 50 episodes, which shouldn't be hard if I'm doing 20 a month That's going true. forward. You know, you know it's um, just like, yeah. Honestly, I just said a prayer, so I hope that you do hit 150,000, feel me? God gonna be with you, feel me? I'm gonna be there to support you. All your friends gonna be there to support you, feel me? Yeah. Um, and I, this, this podcasting has got me networking with a lot of other artists, too. Oh yeah, and, sure. like, other, like, business people and everything. I also educate... I mean, I also... Um, um, interview educators and I also interview... Um, uh, how can you say... Um, um war veterans you know it's just like stuff like that so it's I like the more people i get on the better right and stuff of that nature more perspectives i got the better the more well, mindsets i got the better so it's just hey it's all good it's all good. right i think you might be the only platform i might really trust to really do a podcast because you know i'll be talking about um you know my movement about basically exposing the freemasons for all the atrocities that they commit against the human race yeah. um that's my that's my whole goal for me um you know, my pops, he's a 33, he's a 33rd degree Mason. Um, he, I, he, he actually, uh, intri- he actually introduced me to the Freemasons when I was a kid. He took me to a Mason temple located in Manhattan, New York. Um, it's called the Prince of something like that. I'm not going to say too much, but, um, you know, after being around these people and even some of my friends here are Masons, um, you know, they get off of their charges in court and stuff like that because the judges and stuff are Masons, too. Um, they have Masonic lodges all around the world. Um, you know, at one point, I felt like uh, I could use them to be successful, but then I realized that it wasn't worth the cost of my honor and my soul. So uh, I just spent my whole life dedicated now to trying to expose them for the stuff they do because they're the real ones pulling the strings. You feel me? Um, people, I didn't know that. I would have never guessed. Oh, for sure. People like to say the Illuminati, this and that. That's just the word that they throw out there to describe the Illuminated, which is the enlightened ones. And the enlightened ones are actually derivations der, de, um, derived from Moors and Freemasons and um, all these other secret societies. Feel me? They all join together to form what you will call the Illuminati. 
And they're the ones that's manipulating the events of the world. They're the ones that's sending people out there to go shoot up um, grocery stores and killing people. And all these, you know, white boys that you see on TV getting these crazy weapons and stuff like that. And then getting off with these charges. You got to ask yourself, how does a normal 18-year-old kid um, wake up and think about doing something so heinous? And then even if he did, how would he be able to get the firepower without any consequences? Mm. Yeah, man, it's just like to get a gun, it's like I know it's a process, but to maintain hate throughout the whole process to where you're going to kill black people specifically who haven't done I mean, anything it, to you. I you mean, know, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily against. You can pause it. Sorry. It, it's no problem and everything, but yeah, man, there's like a lot of layers to a lot of this stuff with, you know, the Freemasons or Illuminati. Hey, if they can post videos on YouTube, we can definitely talk about it on the podcast. That's true, man. Problem. You know, um, because they be reaching out to me on Instagram all the time Illuminati, this, Illuminati. I be thinking maybe it's people just messing with me, but it's like, I just can't do that. That's you know, just man, not. you know, um, like I said, I, I spent my whole life kind of dedicated to studying these people. Um, now, Everything happens for a reason. What they doing, it, they feel like is righteous. Uh, what I'm doing, I feel like is righteous. We just stand on two opposite sides of the same coin. Um, I just want them to stop manipulating events and harming people, harming the human race. If y'all want to get whatever y'all want to get accomplished, do it by your own means. Freaking water bugs crawling in here and stuff. No, it's all right. But yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. I just always, uh, I always knew that there was something more to it. Just step on it. You might as well just step on it, dude. Yeah, sure. Cause like a broom ain't ain't got a. He's currently trying to murder a water bug. We're in a garage. That's that's what's going on right now. I didn't want to kill him, so I had to set him free. But I heard him. <laughs> Yeah, man, dude. No, seriously, man. Do what you gotta do, man. Especially in this life, in yeah, this man. lifetime, and everything of that nature. You know, um, basically, man. I'm, the human race is gonna evolve anyway. It's gonna happen whether y'all like it or not. Um, I just don't think that people need to be harming each other. I'm tired of the divide. I'm tired of the racism. Um, I just want everybody to come together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my goal. It's all a process, man. And it's just like, I just hope to really do this music thing also. You know, I already dropped 12 songs. I'm hoping that maybe I can drop 50 songs once I get the means to do Ooh, so. Man. Seven to the, you know. And it's Studio just like, one time costs money, man. Oh, no, 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 no. I know a guy who will give me like uh, two hours for 50 bucks and everything. And he, like, it's That's been a good. process. It's just like, I already got um, enough beats to go around. I already got all the beats. I need all the free for profit beats. I, I got it all settled. It's really just a matter of just finding that funding and really, really making the process to making that stuff work. Nah, I wouldn't really. mind taking a weekend out and just do like, you know, just four hours a weekend. And that's like four songs. And that'll be like four songs every week. Shoot, and you then, ever want to do know. a collab? You know, I got you. For me, I ain't going to charge you nothing. I got you. Oh, like yeah, yeah, homeless. no, I know. Trust me. But I don't want to do collabs until I really start like really getting stuff for me together. The only collab I probably do right now is like maybe me and my brother because he I wants to do that. something called a TNT table. His yeah, name stores my name. My platform completely right too. I gotta release more music and drop more actual official songs. Yeah, after fifty songs, like like fifty more songs that I dropped. What if I finished it this year and I had to wait till next year? That's when I feel like I'm gonna start taking the mic and actually start taking 
stage. Mm. I want to be having hella content. I want to be able to, you know, I got in touch with a dude named Jamel NYT, and he's good with like marketing and stuff. Like he has up over two hundred thousand followers. I already reached out to him. I'm reach out to him again. No, let him know the situation with my job. I just quit, so I might have to hold off on everything. He's trying. He's trying to give me some kind of like a payment plan or whatever. So it's like I could be able to be in within his circle, maybe raise my social media. Mm. Social media can go a long way. And if you can get like viral off that, maybe get some people on my stuff. You know, I already got a plan of how I can get all this stuff situated. It's just a matter of finding the funding, right. really. Because it's like now nah, I had to leave this job and I have to go to another job, and I don't know if that job is gonna work well or not. No, I feel and that, man. Just... If you ever need anything, don't hesitate to ask me. You know, I got you, man. Like whether it's money for studio sessions or if you need, you know, advice or whatever, I got you, bro. Like, I mean, I want to see all my people succeed, bro. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I go to the studio, I'll let you know you could probably come with me type shit. And the craziest thing is, like, the vibes ain't even changed since high school, bro. Like, so many mm-hmm. people switched up on me and try to backstab me, disparage my character, assassinate my character, all types of ways. It didn't even make any sense because the, a lot of them are weak. Man, but the, it's lies, just like, the lies ain't going to work. The truth will prevail. Tell you that much. The truth will always prevail. And I'm going to always have my friends back for me. No matter what, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, seriously, man. It's just like, we need to hook up with AJ, too. I ain't touched base with oh, AJ yeah. in so long. I'm about to get on podcast with Chase Elswick, too. Ooh, I, yeah, I did an episode Chase. with Taylor Huntley in the past, also. For real? Yeah, I did one with Taylor Huntley, and I did one with... You remember Jarvay? Yeah, Jarvay. I did an episode with Jarvay, yeah. So, if you want to look through the list of episodes, it's in the link in my bio on Liberian Toast Crunch. You can check that out. Check all the past episodes you want to check and everything. It's, it's really good content, Liberian man. Liberian Toast Crunch. Yeah, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, Liberian Toast Crunch. Yeah, you know you know what my Instagram is. I, yeah, I be mm. following you, too, whenever we be DMing each other off that, right, too. you know how it is. <laughs> but it'd be kind of hard to keep up through Instagram through you, so I had to really yeah. call you to get here. So it's yeah, I'm like, glad you got my personal number. You feel me? Like, if you ever need me, just hit me up. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. That's cool. I feel like that's it for an episode. We already went over the hour. Yeah, this was a good right. one. Yeah, it was good. Plus, like, I think your mom, I mean, your grandma lost Yeah, yeah my grandma, that. man. That's time we going to, you know, it's going to be a lot smoother. You know, I wasn't it's expecting okay. it this time, but it's cool, though. It's okay. No problem. I'll be sure to, like, hit you up uh, in the future for sure and everything. Dude, well, I tell you, I've met so many people and everything, but it's like so many other artists, bro. It's just like you can you go through the list uh, through my podcast list and you'll be able to talk. You'll be able to listen yeah. to a lot of these artists that we have in Charlotte and everything. That's true. You Don't know, get seriously. me wrong, you know. My grandparents, they're a little harsh sometimes, but very much appreciate them for all the shit that they've done for me. Um, they're actually really good people, too. You know, my grandma has raised multiple generations of people, including her own brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. and me, who is not even her biological, well, who is not even her child. I'm her grandson. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I try I try to give them as much uh, thanks and as much praise as they deserve, even though they'd be a little rough. But it's cool, though, because I'm finna get my own shit. It's gonna be Gucci. You know, I got a beautiful Latina girl, all type of shit. So we're gonna, we gonna make it happen. Well, we're gonna talk more about that out For again. sure. <laughs> but, for sure. But yeah, man, we, that's it for the Mental Threats podcast, episode uh, 81. Do you got anything else you wanna let the people know before nah, it goes? man, y'all just uh, follow my man at Libertarian Toast Crunch. You Liberian Toast Liberian. Crunch. Yeah. This nigga said Libertarian. Like, I'm, not, I'm not even with politics like that. <laughs> That's like the most like right. freaking great value band. Like, do they even like have elections and shit? Well, libertarians, yeah. they be getting in, but no one votes for them. Like, Hell everyone yeah. votes for Republicans or Democrats. That's true. And that's Liberian what keeps me toes crunch, though, man. Y'all make sure y'all follow my boy. Feel me? Yeah, most definitely. Thank you. So, well, that's it for the Mental Thoughts podcast. We're sewing in, that we're sewing out. Yeah, 